a special occasion, a cause for celebration. It is my birthday, y'all. Grab a cocktail and join me by the pool. As always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Hey, y'all. Welcome back for another week. I um, am coming to you live and direct from an undisclosed location. Uh, Last week, I kind of teased that uh, it would be a a bit of a different kind of episode than um, I've been doing usually. So so here we are. Um, It's the end of June. Um, It's the end of June. It is the end of the first half of the year. But also, it is my birthday. <laughs> I um, had a milestone birthday situation um, happening this week. My birthday is on Tuesday. Um, so yesterday, because you, you guys are getting this on the 30th. And um, yeah, I like to, I like my birthday in the fact that it is like at the midway point of the year. So it's like a good point of like reflection about how the year is going and then um, you know, still leaves time to kind of think about, you know, kind of course correction or, you know, just changes to make in the, the second half of the year in order to you know, kind of reach those goals and those um, resolutions that I like to set in the beginning of the year. So, um, yeah, kind of just a recap, like the year that has been going on so far. Um, so we started out well at the very end of last year. Um, you know, my dog Stanley passed away um, like the day after Christmas. So that, you know, has been still kind of hard to like get, not get over, but still like deal with. And I know that we like to think of grief as, as like a linear kind of process. But, you know, there's totally no like formula or like right way to kind of deal with things like that and so you know there's days where I think about him like a lot and you know it there's days where I'm, I get really sad or there's days where you know I just kind of miss him a lot and, and it's, it's um you know it's a bit hard because my entire Philadelphia experience you know he was like there for so like I got him adopted him the month after I moved to Philadelphia, like way back in um, 2008. And so, yeah, it's just really kind of hard to like not walk down a street or like go to a park or like somewhere and, um, you know, him not be there. Cause it's just my Philadelphia existence is like really, you know, kind of um, involved him a lot. So it was, you know, kind of just, you know, one of those things to kind of work through of this past year. Um, starting in January, you know, we got our new president. So that was a good start to the year. After, well, we had the whole insurrection moment um, happen, but which we're still dealing with. But um, I would say, like, politically, it just seems like we're in a much better place, not having to wake up in the morning and wonder, you know, like, what happened on Twitter <laughs> while we were sleeping or like hear the ridiculous, you know, sound bites that were going to come on the news in the morning. It's just, it's just a more of a sense of calm. I think, um, this first half of the year. And it just feels like, you know, as a country we're we're <laughs> as uncle Joe likes to say, we're back. 
And, you know, they had like the G7 summit and, you know, it wasn't um, a shit show. And, you know, Uncle Joe met like the queen and it was just like, it just felt good to have someone who is in a place of power and they like actually seem presidential and they don't seem like, you know, uh, orange <laughs> turd or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, yeah, the rest of the year has just been pretty like chill and relaxing. I think, you know, we're on the tail end of the health situation and the pandemic going on. Although the Delta variant is picking up steam and like, um, really affecting, um, certain groups of people. I know like Australia has been on lock or starting lockdown or something like that. Um, and then like, you know, India's hit really hard with coronavirus and, you know, some other places too, but it's just here in the U S you know, we're opening things up probably a bit too quickly. Um, the return to work has been, there's been a massive push for that. And it kind of just seems very hypocritical because during the beginnings of the pandemic and the early uh, stages of that, um, there was just a lot of, oh, we're learning how much we can do things from home and we're learning how much more productive we can be without commutes and we can, you know, really um, have positive impact on like companies and growth and, and productivity and things like that. And we may never go back to to um, being in the office. And even my my job, they're like, yeah, we're never going back because we learned we can do this from home. Uh, fast forward to, you know, like a few weeks ago and you have like uh, people was he the CEO of Goldman Sachs or somewhere? I can't remember. But he's basically saying, you know, the workers, he was speaking particularly in New York, but there's been like a general theme where he was saying, you know, you have to come back into the office full time by September or else. And it's like, girl, okay. <laughs> but he was saying that, you know, in New York, the, the pay differential is so much higher than um, a lot of other places just because the cost of living is so much higher there and probably the same in San Francisco too. But um, he was saying that, you know, we're not going to pay you New York wages if you're like working remotely from like Colorado <laughs> or like the middle of nowhere where the cost of living is so much uh, cheaper and um, you're like making out, you're making a lot more money um, your money goes further, I should say, in like the middle of nowhere than it does in Manhattan. But um, but yeah, I think this rush back to work is going to mess a lot of people up because when you think about, you know, just people's mental health and their, you know, it just is going to bring a lot of anxiety to like this rush to return back to to work and then like yeah, we've probably forgotten all of our social norms, you know, or we, we had to adjust to new social norms because do you shake someone's hand? Do you, you know, hug them or do you like things like that? It's like, oh, girl, back, back. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to get, you know, any of that. And then it's like mask wearing. And then you're um, at my job, they're saying you can 
voluntarily upload your health information into this database in order to not wear a mask at work. But then it's like, mm, is that technically a HIPAA violation? Because why should one have to disclose uh, their vaccination status or, you know, you might have a health reason why you can't get vaccinated or, you know, just things like that. And I just feel like it's, we've learned a lot of new norms um, over the past, what, year and a half. Um, And it's going to be, or we shouldn't be in such a rush to unlearn them because everyone wants to get back to normal, but that normal that existed in you know, 2019 and early 20, <laughs> January and February of 2020 no longer exists. And it's just like, yeah, we have to kind of reimagine some things um, going forward. And I don't know if a lot of people are ready. I know when we got the email saying that we would have to return to the office, I was like, ooh, uh, I don't necessarily want to do that because um like you can for me it's like why have to get up and deal with a commute when you know I'm used to just walking down the stairs and logging onto the computer and being ready to go and just think I could do that at 6 30 in the morning I can do that at seven o'clock in the morning you know but now or in the future, um, like towards the end of the year, it'll be, yeah, me getting up at six o'clock, but then getting dressed, getting ready, getting in the car or getting on the train, commuting 45 minutes to an hour plus getting to the office, doing, doing all that. And then they said that we'll probably even just have to be on teams meetings in the office anyway. It's like, okay, that doesn't really make any sense like you want me to commute all the way here just to get on teams when I could do that at home but I mean y'all got my direct deposit coming so I guess I can't complain too much (laughs) but I'm just saying there's a lot of articles out there saying that people are actually quitting um, their jobs in order to you know kind of maintain their their peace and their health and and you know really not um have to deal with all of that other stuff that comes with you know work and you're losing your productivity and a lot of people um are saying that you know they want to get out of their home situation which i mean those are y'all kids you should you know if you can't be around them for extended periods of time then maybe you shouldn't be a parent or if you can't stand to be around your significant other for extended periods, then maybe y'all just need to break up. But don't try to force everybody back <laughs> to work just because, you know, you ain't got the right home set up. But I mean, it is what it is. So I think that is about it for the recap. Um, You know, it. This birthday is, it's a milestone. It's, you know, when you hit a certain number. Um, and it's been like a real point of, 
of reflection for me because, you know, it's like we put a lot of stock in the number. We put a lot of like emphasis on when you turn this age, you know, this is the feeling or the vibe or whatever. And then when you turn this age, oh, it means this. And when you turn that (laughs) this age, um, it means that. And I just, you know, I not that I don't feel it or I don't, I don't know, but it's like, yeah, I just feel the same. And I know that as, you know, I'm still fresh, um, off of turning, (laughs) hitting this milestone, but like when, um, you know, maybe in a, a few months or a few years, it'll hit me, but I don't think so. Like, because even like, I still feel like I'm like, 27 for some reason like every time someone asks me how old I am I'm like I always feel like the answer that comes off is like I'm 27 but it's like oh wait no I'm not I'm not anymore um but yeah that is how I feel like I don't have any hair on my head so I don't know how gray I am but in my beard um and on my chin I have you know a lot of gray hairs and I'm discovering a new one every couple of weeks, which, you know, I actually enjoy because um, I think I've told y'all that my dad passed away when he was, he was 51 when he passed away. So I didn't really get the chance to like, you know, see him start to get more and more gray and like, you know, just have this regal, you know, like gray hair um, or gray beard or anything. But I really enjoy like seeing every gray hair that comes and like the wisdom that you know it brings and it's representative of you know like a lot of years and i just can't wait to have like a full papa smurf (laughs) like white beard and that's gonna be that's gonna be a good moment but um but yeah i have a lot of grays on my chin i have six gray (laughs) um hairs on my chest i don't have any in my no-no place just yet. <laughs> Hopefully those won't come for a long, long time. When they do, I guess, I guess it's over. But, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't feel any different. I think, um, you know, just praying for good health and, and longevity and mental awareness for like a really long time. And, you know, just really, um, you know, enjoying each day that that I'm here, because when I start to think about, you know, just how and I just think I'm really blessed to, you know, be in the, the place that I am in, in my life and be, you know, able to, um, you know, do the things that I've been able to do, um, even just looking at the past, you know, 10 years. Um, it's been a lot of growth in my life and a lot of improvements like constantly daily. And if I look back and even when I first moved to Philadelphia in 2008, I'll just use that as like the marker. If I would have, if someone would have told me, you know, that I would be where I am, you know, today, I wouldn't have believed it. I don't think I would have, you know, honestly thought that, you know, I'll be this podcast host and I'll people around the world will be listening into my voice every week or that I would be, you know, doing the things that I'm doing, um, 
as far as like, you know, work and then with my business is taking off. So I have a lot of plans and things coming up for that um, with Paper Genius and, you know, just growing my card business. Um, But yeah, I don't think, and this is why I don't really put a lot of stock into like the milestones because I feel like the places that we kind of tell ourselves that we, where we should be or where we're going to be or by a certain time, they, they change and they're so fluid. And, you know, the way that life kind of just has a different um, plan or a different course than, than what we think it should be. That's really, um, that's really amazing. And I just, you know, think about where the blessings come from and just where, you know, there's something, some greater force guiding our lives and guiding my life. And, you know, I'm just so thankful and so blessed that, you know, when I look back at all the things that have kind of happened in my life, it's just like, wow, at any moment, it could have been me, or, you know, like one of these situations could have been me and you know that's just the power that you know whatever higher power you believe in or don't believe in um you know it's just there's something greater to that and I think that that's what I'm what I'm trying to say it's just that you know I'm just thankful for everything and just feeling really blessed and in this moment and I'm just really you know, happy to, to see where, where I've been and like also excited to, to think about where I'm going. So this is the part where I'm probably going to get a little emotional <laughs> because, you know, I am just so thankful to have, you know, just certain people in my life. And I always, you know, say that I have a friend octagon and, you know, I have um, a very small circle of people that, you know, I, I keep very, very close. And, you know, these people have seen me through a lot and, you know, the way that we've grown and matured and, you know, lifted each other up, supported each other in, you know, those hard moments celebrated each other in those, you know, triumphant moments. And these people have been, you know, just a constant in my life for decades. And, you know, the people that have been there with me for, for it all. So the friend octagon it was like a septagon now because you know, had to get rid of some people and that's one of the things that i that i learned um i think as i as i gotten older is that i definitely want to protect my peace and you know if someone's not bringing peace to your life or just not um adding joy to your life you know in totality because you know we have our moments where where things happen but you know if someone's just not not aligned with where you are, then it's better to remove that and just, you know, focus on what 
and who makes you happy. So tends to these people, you know, my friend Penny, we've been friends since junior high. We were on the band together. Uh, she played the flute. I played the saxophone. We also went to college together. People actually thought that she was um, our sister. My older brother and I we went to the same college. Um, so we were there at the same time. And then, you know, being from the small town, people just thought that she was our sister. But we were just have always been the best of friends since um, a long, long time ago. I'm not going to say how long. But, um, but yeah, tens to you, Penny. Thank you so much for everything. And I almost said oldest, but my next longest term friend was Jennifer, um, my Jen J. She and I actually met on, remember those AOL chat rooms, like back when the internet was first like popping off. So we were in like the teen chat room and um, we, you had to get like the disc from like the grocery store. And so you would get like a hundred hours, I think, of internet time. I can't, I can't, yeah, I think it was like a hundred hours. And every now and then you get like the 501 and you'd be balling for like the month. But um, yeah, we met in the teen chat room and just started chatting. I think she was actually chatting with my brother first, but um, then I started chatting with her. And yeah, we've just been friends ever since. I did a summer program in Chicago. She um, is from Lake Chicago area. So she picked me up and we ended up getting we were trying to go to Chinatown to get some Chinese food. We got lost. I don't know how we made it out, but but we did. And that is one of the funniest uh, stories that we've had. Moving on to my college girls, um, Natalie, we were the, she was the uh, president and I was the vice president of the, um, we called them the minority council. It was part of the student government. Um, association and we were like the representatives of minorities on on our campus so a big big position in the um in the student government and so working on that we just you know became so much closer and we just had like these amazing conversations in our little office <laughs> in the student government building and from that those days we just became such 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 close friends um we were both RAs um, she was on one side of campus. I was on the other though, but yeah, it's just been amazing. Like the whole journey. And I'm just so proud of the educator, the mom, the wife that you are. Love you so much. Trina. <laughs> Trina is my bestie, my favorite travel companion, foodie. She has just been <laughs> I can't even talk about it. I need to get her on so we can just talk about everything. But um but yeah, we met the first day of calculus class in we did like a summer program before freshman year in college and <laughs> like I overslept and so when I got to the classroom there was only one seat left and it was beside her in the very, very first row and she was just so annoyed with me <laughs> but that was a moment and that really like it kind of started our interactions and our friendships it, it was just it was just amazing I love her to death and we just <laughs> we just have the best laughs 
the best laughs ever. And I really appreciate that. Um, Dana, this one of the smartest people I know. Um, we've been friends, you know, since the nine nines, except for that one year that she didn't talk to me, but we're not going to go into that um, right now. But then come to find out we're actually related. I mentioned a few episodes ago that um, I did like the 23andMe, uh, the, like those DNA kits, and um, she did it recently as well. And then I popped up on her thing as a, as a relative. So we're like, uh, I believe it's fourth or fifth cousins. So we have like a great, great, great grandparent in common potentially, but yeah, my girl Kendra is next. Um, we met in Charleston in South Carolina and, um, ever since then we would just joke, work out together, um, laugh, talk. She's my shorty. She's moving across country. I'm going to miss her, but we did get to hang out um, before she left. So I'm really thankful for all the memories that we've had. And then my newest friend, or we've been friends the shortest amount of time, but she fits right up here with the people who, you know, have I've known for like for much, much longer. But that's my girl, Camille. And we like instantly hit it off from like the moment that I got off that train and I had like um, this welcome basket, this welcome to Philadelphia basket for her. And we just had a couple bottles of wine. <laughs> we had a good, good kiki and there's been just no turning back uh, since then. So I love, love, love all of y'all so much. And of course I have my guys, my line brothers, my frat brothers, um, our brothers from different mothers. Um, we had our anniversary. My line brothers and I had our anniversary um, a few months ago. So shout out to y'all. Um, shout out to my boy, Jay Friday, who's been almost like my little brother um, since our college days. Then I have my big, I call him my big sister, that's Seldrick, who was like my mentor, um, really great friend all these years. So shout out to you. Um, and then Centron, I had Centron on the show a few weeks ago. And he's just, but he's just a good person, and I just love his energy, and you know, I just really appreciate him. Some other people, Alex, I had Alex on the show. Um, you might be seeing him, hearing him again, uh, very soon. We have we have a a few things in mind for for bringing Alex back, uh, and then I have Marky, my international uh, Toronto friend. Shout out to you, Marky, and then. Nick Smith News himself. Um, I need to get Nick on the show because he's just a ball of energy and a ball of laughs as well. So stay tuned for that. He's he's my brother from another mother. Shout out to Miss Rosetta. And, and shout out to Luis, who is who was the best co-parent to uh, <laughs> to Stanley. So thank you for all you did for our little pup. And next on the list is, last but not least, my family. I have been blessed to just have the most amazing family that anyone could ever wish for. I, I, you know, just 
can't thank them enough. Like really just, you know, my brothers who are my first friends, <laughs> my best friends um, ever supporting me, lifting me up. You know, we do the same for each other all the time because, you know, we were always raised that, you know, no matter what happens, um, you know, we should always be there for each other. And, and we have been, we always will be. And I, I really love them and just am amazed at, you know, just seeing the, the, the men that they've, not the men that they've become, but the men that they've always been and just, you know, kind of grown into. But, um, but yeah, and our mom just can't thank her enough. She just, you know, had the difficult, the not so easy task of raising three boys into, you know, responsible um, men. The things that that she instilled in us about, you know, just living our lives, you know, honestly, truthfully, um, like just like I said, being that support for each other, and and you know, just the the way that she nurtured us was just was just amazing. I just can't can't definitely can't thank her enough. Um, my sisters in law have two amazing sisters in law, and and they're both raising my nieces and nephews to just be amazing people. I'm just so thankful that they've been in in my life. Um, Today, the 30th of June, is also my older nephew's birthday. He's born the day after me. Um, so send him some love as well. He's, um, he's having a milestone. Well, I guess the bigger milestone is next year when he turns uh, 21, but he's turning 20 today. So, um, so yeah, go off, King. Love you. And then, like I said, my nieces and nephews are just amazing. Um, and I'm just really enjoying them as they grow up and mature and, and get older. And last but not least, thank you to my boo, who is, um, he's in the other room, but, you know, tens for him because he gave me exactly what I really wanted for my birthday. And that was a passport stamp. So get you somebody who loves, appreciates, respects, values you, knows you wants to learn more about you and, and challenges you to, to be your, the best version uh, of yourself ever. And that's what I got. And I'm, I'm really thankful for that. We are, like I said, in an undisclosed location. Um, we have this like, kind of like a, well, we're, we've been calling it a villa. It's, it's just, it's a it's really spacious house and it has a private pool and so we really don't have to be out amongst the people. We kind of just um, got, you know, like food from the grocery store. And we've kind of been just kind of camping out here in seclusion and relaxation and enjoying this milestone birthday. And I'm going to get to the pool um, in a second. So and also thank you to you for listening for the past, you know, th three years almost, but also um for the past few months, because I know I had to pivot and and take the show in a, a different um, direction, new course. And it's been, I think, amazing to get the feedback from the listeners every week because you, you know, are liking and enjoying the, the people I've been bringing on the show, the content, the new direction, the new theme music. And I'm just so happy that you all 
are still engaged and, you know, just really enjoying what I've been bringing um, recently. So stay tuned. I do have some amazing content that is coming um, for the month of July. Um, I'm going to take a little break until, until I get back because I don't have my audio set up um, properly here. So I'm just recording on my phone, but hopefully it, the audio is okay. But um, really appreciate you being here with me for every step of the way. So stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you next week. Well, in a few weeks. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category Is right now. Category Is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith. 